Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. If you have a financial question, maybe it's a benefit question, maybe it's an investment question, maybe it's a question about comparing two different job offers, why don't you shoot us an email? Our address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Today, we've got Linda. She's on the line from Minnesota. Hi, Linda. What can I do for you? Hi. Basically, I have three kids. Uh, two are single, and my middle child is married with a third child on the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, discussions have come up over two things. One, uh, gifting of money, because I've been able, because they have a uh, family, to gift them more money recently mm-hmm. um, than my other two are getting. And then the issue has come up about the discrepancy in the amount of money one family is getting over the other two. Mm. And the other question is the will that they feel I had told them. I try to be open with my kids about money. I had told them I plan to leave them each an amount and to leave each an amount to each of the grandchildren, hoping, of course, that I don't die in the near future. I'm 69. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have taken issue with that and feel that it should just be even, even Stephen. So how do you feel about that? Uh, well, my preference, obviously, is to leave something to my grandchildren, and even my, my son that has the children is willing to say thirds is fine because he doesn't want to have any family strife. Okay. So um, I guess, you know, I should go along with that. I have problems because I do want to leave things to my grandchildren. Yeah, no, no, um, I get that. And, like, you're allowed. It, it is your money, after all. So I, I know that we all try to kind of maintain the family dynamic and hopefully not make anyone feel hurt or upset. How much money do you have, Linda? I have about $6 million. Okay. And right now, if you you said you're 69, you're healthy, how much are you gifting? Are you doing $15,000 a year as just the the annual gift to each of them? And then that I have been lately, um, my mother passed away this past year, so I did mm-hmm. gift them each money uh, on her on her behalf. Okay. Um, but from your $6 million, are you doing $15,000 a year to each? Yes. Okay. So 15 to the single youngest, 15 to the oldest, then you have your married son. Are you also gifting to your daughter-in-law? I have in the past. This year I did not because this issue has come up. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I have gifted uh, to my two existing grandchildren mm-hmm. because uh, they need help with uh, school tuition and things like that. Gotcha. So there are two grandkids or three? There are two with a third on the way. Oh, how exciting, Grandma. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that there's lots of ways to skin this cat. One could be that instead of you gifting to the grandkids, you said there's private school that they're going to, right? Yes. Well, first of all, instead of giving a gift to them, you could just pay the private school tuition directly without anybody really knowing. I don't really necessarily think that the the other kids have to know every single thing you're doing. And you could do that and be outside of the gift tax exclusion because when you give directly to the institution, it doesn't count as a gift. You're just making a payment. So that's one idea. The second idea is to say that maybe today, while everyone needs extra money or, or, you know, maybe today you say, I'm going to make these gifts, but you might want to equalize things upon your death where you say, hey, we'll keep track of all of this. And that when I die, the two single kids might get a little extra money and leave it at that. You know, that's kind of where they get the benefit. That's what I had suggested. 
and I think they are um, questioning my bookkeeping, but I guess I wondered how to do that, like write that in a will. Like I'm writing, I do have a, a log of how much I've given to every child, mm-hmm. and I had planned on making it equal. So um, I think that's very... I just wondered how I would put that in a will. So have you seen an estate attorney? Yeah, oh, that's on my that's not my next thing to do. <laughs> okay, so the estate attorney will absolutely help you with that and it can be written into a will. And it could be that you know the kids will get some, you know, the the kind of will true up all the numbers at death. And it could also be that you know you say to your kids, "I don't want to penalize you. I want this to be fair, but I really do believe in the next generation. And if there's, if you never get married, then we'll make sure the money comes to you. We'll get you there. I don't know why, but there's a part of me that feels like want to saying to your kids, like, shut up, come on. Like, this is my wish. I, I worked hard and I've accumulated these assets and, you know, this, we, we're all going to be very fortunate. We're all going to have plenty of money. And this is really kind of nitpicky. So that's me just protecting you, Linda. I think that you can write this in to a will. You'll talk to the estate attorney. If the kids don't trust your bookkeeping, which is silly, uh, guess what? You could like have a spreadsheet if you want. You can have a Google Doc that everybody can see. And if you want to kind of slot, I, I hate to say this because it's sort of like a little fib, but if you do want to say to the your kids, I am going to pay for some of this private school and, and I will make that direct payment and you will actually be able to benefit from that if you have kids. And if not, it will all equal out in the end. And that's the answer. I think that if there's a big pushback after that, then I think we have another conversation to have, which is bring all the kids in to the estate attorney and say, here's the document here. It's done. It will all be trued up. And that's the deal. Everyone's going to have to be a little bit flexible in their thinking, including you. And I know you're trying to satisfy everybody. And I feel bad about that because in some respects, it doesn't all have to be even, Stephen. There are other things at play here. Let me ask you one other question. The two single kids, how are they doing financially? They're okay. They both they both are okay. Uh, the other uh, issue, which is a separate one, is my middle child had the most postgraduate uh, loan. Ah. Um, the other two have no postgraduate loans. So that was the other thing that was uh, in the mix. And I had promised to get them through undergraduate school, but I had said that they would be on, on their own for graduate school. Okay. Um, and that's the middle child with the kids has the most postgraduate loans? Right. And okay. so that's what I partly reacted to, that I felt like I didn't want him to start his new life with his family with this huge loan. Eh, so, don't worry. What does he do for a living? Uh, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer? Okay. Yes. How much does he have in loans? Well, he had uh, up to three hundred thousand dollars worth in loans. Holy smokes! But he'll pay it off. He's playing. He's paying it off. Yeah. All right. And the other two don't have the loans. They're doing fine financially. No one's great. They're getting the fifteen grand from you. Do they have partners? Do the singles have partners at all or not? Not at not 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 at this point. Do they have debt as well that's still outstanding? No, they, neither of them have any debt. They sound very eligible with a mother with six million bucks and no debt. I think I could get them both. I could get them hooked up pretty quickly. Um, I think you're going to solve this problem with the estate attorney. You are also entitled to put your wishes in writing. You are perfectly entitled to make different choices. You don't have to necessarily make it all even, Stephen, today. But if ideally over time, 
that you wish to make it even, Stephen, then you can do that and you will be able to do that. Who's managing the six million dollars right now? You? No, I have a we have a financial planning. Okay. Are you married or are you single? Uh, I am single. Okay. Now. Okay. You know, I, I just feel like the advisor could help you with this. You could you could say to the kids, look, the advisor's going to keep track of this or the state attorney. You can have like some sort of collaborative effort, like, don't worry. It's not me. I'm not going to fudge them. The, boy, they don't trust you. Yes, I know. That's I trust you. Of, that's one of my concerns, but yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a separate I mean, issue. <laughs> I know. Like, you have to go to therapy about that. I'm sure that doesn't feel nice to you, uh, especially when you're being quite generous. So, you know... I always had this weird thing with parents uh, that I, I want parents to know that not every child should be treated exactly the same. It seems to me that you're doing a really lovely and wonderful thing. And if the kids are going to be a little grabby and upset about this, it can probably be resolved. And then maybe we don't have to talk about it anymore, because I think that it, these are the kinds of conversations that can breed some really bad feelings. And I think as long as you're willing to talk to the attorney and square everything up at death, then the kid should be fine. You know, they should also know that, like, I don't know, if maybe you say, well, guess what? If uh, I need to square things up because my single youngest child is going to buy a house and I'm going to help him or her with a down payment, you can do it that way. So I think life will give you plenty of opportunity to make this even, Stephen, if that's what you want to do. My hope for you is that you can get this settled, that you can make everyone satisfied, and then we really don't have to talk about this again. And if they do need help, and I think you can also say to them, look, if you need something, if something comes up, you come to me. You know that I have means, and I will be happy to help you out. But today, I want you to be self-sufficient, and I'm here for you if the, you know, if, if something bad were to occur. But, you know, my job as a parent is to make you self-sufficient, and that's what we're doing. All right? Okay. I appreciate it. Thank oh, you very gosh. Much. I'm sorry you're going through this, but it's a it's a very common problem with people that they feel compelled to make sure that everyone is treated fairly and equally. So good luck. Let me know how it goes with the estate attorney, okay? Okay, great. Thank All you right. so much. T- take care. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.